look in mine. What do you see? The cult of personality. I know your anger. I know your dream. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Nightmare Baller One. Nightmare Comics One. Marquee, whatever you know me as. You know what I'm saying? It has been God knows how long. Like, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I have no good excuse. Well, I have a couple, but it doesn't matter. It's not why y'all here. I'm going to try and make up for a whole lot of lost time. Because <laughs> uh, it has been literally since August that I have blessed y'all with my my opinions and comments or anything. I'm still super into wrestling, been following it. Y'all know that. Y'all follow my Twitter. Y'all see me tweet. Y'all know that. Things have happened. A lot of things have changed since the last time I recorded. I'm going to start with probably what is the newest and biggest thing that, you know, is on everybody's mind. You know what I mean? And that's CM Punk coming back to, quote, the WWE, end quote. I put quotes around that because he is not back with the WWE. He is signed with Fox. And I think a lot of people do not understand that there is a distinct difference from him signing with Fox and the WWE. I mean, like, he's not associated, per se, with, you know, anything with Vince and any of them. He collects a check from Fox, and he follows the orders of Fox. Now, the thing that I think is, like, a conflict of interest is that you can tell that show he's on, WWE Backstage, is clearly manipulated and contrived, and the narrative is controlled by the WWE. It is clear. And I think the only reason that is the case is because Fox don't really care that much, you know what I mean, about how that show is produced. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gave WWE that slap. I don't think they really care that much. Because if they did, I think that Ryan Satin, fuck that motherfucker, but, you know, guys like that would report on, you know, be actual fucking reporters and talk about shit like Jordan Miles, you know what I mean? Or not even going to get into that. That has been covered in death. Or, you know, the shit that happened in Saudi a couple weeks ago when motherfuckers were stuck over there. Things like that, you know what I mean? So it's clear they was like, here, WWE, you had the slot. But, you know, do what you want on it, you know what I'm saying? CM Punk, the reason why I'm kind of interested in CM Punk being on the show is because he he has no allegiance to any of them. He has no qualms about anything. He can pretty much do and say what he wants. Like, Ryan Satin is going to brown-nose them because he's going to brown-nose them. You know what I mean? This is what it is. Eventually, I'm sure he wants a job with them because all he does is kiss their ass anyway. But uh, CM Punk doesn't care. You know what I mean? So Fox hired him to be, be like, hey, you can be on this show because your ratings draw and you can be on this show. And he's not trying to suck up to the WWE, so... You know, he's going to do what he wants, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, you know, that's why I, I, I'm not going to watch, but, you know, because it's the WWE and, you know, I'm not going to watch. But <laughs> um, I do think that I'm going to pay attention. It's going to be interesting how this goes. Uh, is it frustrating that he went back to anything that was Vince, uh, Vince affiliated or whatever? A little bit because... Now is the time, especially, he could do a lot of damage. He could change a lot of shit had he not have gone back there. You know, well, not back there, but had he not have gone there. Like, now is the time, especially with, oh, excuse me, uh, AEW being a thing and shit like that. He could have really changed things. And he just decided to go back, technically, kind of, which is, you know, yeah. Like, him being, 
You know what I'm saying? A part of All Elite would have been huge. Him showing up in New Japan would have been huge. Him just like, you know, just not being there, you know what I mean, or around them would have really been huge, man. But, you know, it is what it is, man. We we have to come to grips with the fact he's going to do what he wants. He's CM Punk. He's kind of uh, a rebel. He's going to do the opposite of what we want him to do, what we think he should do. He's always going to do the opposite. I don't care if he ever wrestles again, especially not for the WWE. I watch, you know what I mean, because of CM Punk. But... I don't care if he ever wrestles again, man, because, you know, he's been out the ring for how long has it been? Like, he might be terrible now. Like, who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? So, it, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's, it's fine. Like, more power to him. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I had to address it because it's CM Punk back in a pro wrestling capacity. You, you, you got to talk about it. You can't just ignore it and act like it didn't happen. I mean, it's CM Punk. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, man. Since I've been, <laughs> I've recorded, uh, AEW Dynamite started and uh, going head-to-head with NXT on Wednesday nights. And I use head-to-head tentatively because they kick their ass every single week. And I don't know what the ratings look like today. Like, I'm recording this right now, uh, Thursday afternoon, you know what I'm saying, after Dynamite and uh, NXT then went off, you know what I'm saying, the night before. I don't know what they look like today. So, you know, who knows? They could be close. I don't know. But every week, they've pretty much beaten them soundly. You know what I mean? And I have many theories about that. I think a lot of people have kind of got this whole thing wrong. You know what I mean? Because the thing with NXT, right? Like, and don't get me wrong. I think both shows have been fucking great. Like, you know what I mean? AEW has been what Raw should be. And NXT has stepped a weekly game up so heavy. You know what I mean? Like... We are fucking blessed, like, Wednesday nights to get four hours of what we get every week. You know what I mean? Like, them shows last night, I didn't finish all of um, AEW. I uh, fell asleep, like, halfway through it because I got off late. And, uh, well, I got off of work and I was sleeping. But uh, I hadn't seen any NXT. But everybody I respect has said this show was amazing. And everybody I respect has said, like, the revival and uh, Undisputed Era I need to watch. So, you know what I'm saying? But uh, that being said, you know... Every week, this has been four hours of quality wrestling. I think the thing that is killing NXT more than anything else, I don't think it has any, people bring up full sale. I don't think it has anything to do with full sale. People bring up the fact that AEW looks like it's a huge arena and NXT is smaller, and you know, I, I don't think that matters at all. I think a large percentage of AEW's fan base, and to me, this is like this is just fact. A large percentage of their fan base are people that are sour on the WWE. For years and years and years of them dropping the ball with every single thing they've done. NXT, unfortunately, has the stigma of being WWE. Like, it just is it's very good WWE. It's incredible WWE at times. But it's still the WWE. You know what I mean? And regardless of anything, those fans that are... That, that large percentage of fan base that is sour on the WWE... They're going to be drawn towards AEW. It's just what it is. It's just what it is, man. Like, there's nothing. Like, that first show when they went head-to-head, when NXT basically stacked that show, they had a world title match open without a commercial break. And then they had fucking uh, Finn Balor, who is uh, the internet darling, you know what I mean, of, like, the main roster, come back to NXT. And then the show ended with Tommaso Ciampa coming back from injury. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it still got destroyed by AEW. You know what I'm saying? And I know AEW, that was AEW's first show. But still, like, it still got destroyed. You know what I mean? 
because it's just nothing they can do to escape the fact that they have the stink of the WWE on them and the stink of Vince McMahon produced product on them. You know what I mean? Because though that fan base of AEW, I truly believe a good 80% of it is are just people that are disenchanted with the WWE. And 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 they went other places to try and find pro wrestling. They gravitated towards the elite and they followed them dudes wherever they went. You know what I mean? And these are just people that hate the WWE. You know what I mean? So there's nothing they can do about that. They, it, you know what I'm saying? It's a wrap. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's a wrap. They are going to lose every single week. And the thing that scares me the most is that I believe as this keeps happening, Vincent Mann will get involved. And I truly believe that by destroying NXT, which is what he'll do, because it's so much better. Not that he's not involved with it. It's so much better. You know what I mean? Because Raw and SmackDown, you know, for even a little bit I've seen, it's still kind of shit. You know what I mean? Even though Raw's a little bit better, but it seems better, but it's still shit, man. Them crowds are dead. I don't give a fuck my nothing that's going on. They just they don't care about it because the show sucks. You know what I mean? But uh, with that being said, that 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 little bit of people, you know what I'm saying, that watch, I think it's going to get worse. You know what I'm I think if Vince gets involved, it will get worse. I truly believe that. And in the one week it was kind of close, I think it's because they did the hot angle with uh, NXT invading Raw and SmackDown. I think they felt like, hey, you know, like people that wanted to check it out, like, hey, man, let's see if they do something with these dudes. You know what I mean? And they dropped the ball with it and everything went back to normal. <laughs> like Raw and SmackDown dropped. They did fine with it on NXT, but Raw and SmackDown dropped the ball with it. Everything went back to normal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's just like a bunch of people fighting and random things happen. Anyway, not the point. Um but yeah, NXT will always lose it up every week. I don't think it matters what happens. Uh, AEW as a whole has been a great show, though. Like, week to week, they have compelling n- little nuggets that, uh, you know what I'm saying, keep hook you to the next week. And think in long-term storytelling and little subtle things that lead to things later and shit like that. Like, Tony Khan and, uh, and the team at AEW, they understand, you know what I mean, that wrestling is full of nuance and... You don't always have to tell your audience everything. You just show them things. You know what I mean? You don't have to tell them, hey, this is a dangerous man. They can just see that someone's dangerous. You don't have to tell them, hey, this man's desperate. He needs this win. The the wrestlers are allowed to tell the story themselves. You know what I mean? And it's fucking it's fucking phenomenal, man. I think JR is terrible. Like, it's no, it's no, getting, it's no getting around it. I'm not a fan, bro. Like, not a fan. If there's one thing I do not There's two things about AEW I just don't like. But, uh. One thing about it I just cannot stand is Jim Ross. Like, I love Jim Ross. I think he's a legend. I don't think he's very good anymore, at least. I think like, his heart just ain't into it. He seen a lot of the times, he seems super disinterested. You know what I mean? To like, I feel like he doesn't want to be there. Excalibur does his best, <laughs> you know what I mean? To try and be like, hey, you know, you know what I'm saying? But Jim Ross don't want to do this shit. And it's just clear, you know what I mean? He's he there for the check. And he's respectable enough, but. For Jim Ross, respectable is kind of shit. You know what I mean? Because the thing that was so great about Jr. back in the Attitude Era, back in the, you know just all throughout his time in the WWE and shit, was that his passion was like even when he'll fuck something up, his passion got you hyped for things. You know what I mean? The way he the way he sold things, his voice and all that stuff. He don't care about none of this stuff going on, man. So it's it's just a little different. I don't know. I think he's kind of bad. Another thing I don't really like about AEW is, uh, aside from Riho, 
I think the women's division is kind of trash, man. I, th- I, th- I don't think it's good. I think Britt Baker is absolutely awful. I think it's time to cut bait. <laughs> I think it's time to cut bait with that girl. She's not good. I'm sorry. I know Adam Cole's y'all homie. I know that's his woman. You know what I mean? And I'm sure they probably talked to him like, hey, we're going to do you a solid because this this your chick. But uh, nah, man. She's god-awful, man. <laughs> Let's move on from her. And like... I do like the fact that, like, and it's not even, like, their fault, per se, because they're trying to do their best with these women. Like, they're presenting them to be important. They have, like, more fews in the women's division and some, some that don't even involve the title. And I think that's cool because the WWE doesn't really do that. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And, like, a lot of times people are, people are conditioned to be like, oh, the women are an afterthought. And they don't treat them like an afterthought. The problem is these women are not good. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know what they can do about it because... All the good women are signed, like Tessa Blanchard's and Impact. Shut up, Google. Tessa Blanchard's and Impact. Um, you know what I'm saying? Charlotte, Sasha Banks, <laughs> fucking uh, Becky Lynch, uh, you know, Kana, Kyrie, Kyrie Hojo, uh, Io Shirai, Shayna Baszler. They're all in the WWE, you know what I mean? All the chicks that started. Mayu Iwatani, Momo Watanabe, you know what I mean? Uh, all those chicks, you know what I mean? They're all, you know what I'm saying? Everybody is signed, so I don't know what you do unless, you know what I'm saying, you just try and go to Japan and lure these chicks over or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't think the women's division is good. And uh, I think the long-term thing is they're going to have uh, Riho lose to Kong. And, like, you know, that's cool and all, but uh, Kong hadn't been good in years. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The woman division is bad. Everything else that I enjoy, man. I think Chris Jericho is one of the best characters in pro wrestling right now. I think that, uh, you know what I'm saying, Cody's one of the best baby faces in the world. Probably the best, if you really think about it. And, like, on the planet. You know what I mean? They have the most stacked tag team division on Earth. Period. Full stop. It doesn't matter. Like, they have a team in private party who is super green. But they put them in positions where they look like the biggest stars in the world. You know what I mean? Um, they got the Lucha Bros, who's my favorite tag team. Well, them are, I guess, now proud and powerful. I'm just going to be weird not calling them LAX. But my two favorite teams on earth are right there. You know what I mean? The Young Bucks, the best tag team of the, of the past 10 years. They're there. You know what I mean? The best friends. Uh, who should be the Super Smash Bros, but are the Dark Order. They got... Um, Motherfucking, uh, Jack Evans and Helico in that company. I mean, they have the most stacked tag team <laughs> division in the world, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, in addition to the good wrestling, uh, everything, even from a sports entertainment angle, they do it better than almost anybody, you know what I mean? Practically, practically, better than WWE, so practically anybody. You know what I mean? It, they just fucking get it, you know what I mean? AEW is quality, you know what I'm saying? It is what American pro wrestling should look like, you know what I mean? And Full Gear, I thought was a great show. I didn't think it was as great as I seen some people talk about, but uh, I thought it was a great show, man. Um, and the main event is not as violent as I seen people. Whatever. Uh, yeah, man. I, I I'm full. I'm super into every, almost everything they do, man. Like sky's the limit with these people, and you know, I'm happy for Cody. I'm happy for all of them. Uh, yeah. And, NXT, like I said, still a great show. It's still NXT. I'm excited for TakeOver this weekend. That that video package for the Women's War Games match looks at... If you had your trepidations 
about that match before. Watch that video package, man. Like, I just don't understand how they have the same people at their disposal. You know what I mean? That produce NXT. Like, I just don't understand how they can have these same people and put on what Raw and SmackDown. I just, I don't get it, man. I don't understand. <laughs> I, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. Everything, well, not everything, but all of the, this one problem I have with NXT, but all of the important angles and storylines of NXT feel so weighty. They feel like, you know what I mean? They feel like actual stakes. You know what I mean? Like, the way this War Games match with uh, the Undisputed, even the Shane, I'll get to that, but the Undisputed Era, Ciampa, uh, Keith Lee, uh, Dominic uh, Dijak, and um, it's weird calling him Dijakovic, but uh, Dijak, and a mystery person, you know what I mean? Which, i get to that too. Like, the way they have built this, man, like, it feels fucking important, you know what I'm saying? Because... It legit feels like if the Undisputed Era wins this, bro, like, they're unstoppable. Like, you know, that's how it feels, you know what I mean? Like, they have all the titles, you know what I mean? They're constantly kicking everybody's ass every week, you know what I mean? These dudes feel unstoppable, you know what I'm saying? And then you got the added intrigue of the mystery person, bro. Like, they they even, you know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck, who knows who that could be, you know what I'm saying? It could be anybody. It could be literally anybody. They put the little nugget out there. I did see this, even though I watched Raw. I saw the segment. They put the little nugget out there with Triple H talking to Kevin, uh, Kevin Steen, well, Kevin Owens. And he was like, hey, man, you know, you came to NXT. You did this. You did this. You did that. You've come to Raw and SmackDown, and you hadn't been what you used to be. Come back home, man. Come, you know what I'm saying? Come back. And uh, they did the thing with... um. With the undisputed era jumping him, you know what I mean. So it's a very, very strong chance that a, that partner could be Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens. You know I mean, who knows, man? Like, then we got Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor, which dream match? You know what I mean? Like, legit. I I don't know if it's ever happened. I don't think it's ever happened. But like, bro, like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? NXT, it, it, it's 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 annoying. It's it's annoying. You know what I'm saying? So much better. So much better than that main roster. I don't get it. Anyway, moving on a little bit. Uh, Want to talk about New Japan. My first love. I think the best company in the world. Uh, Russell Kingdom. And what they got planned. And what I think may or may not happen. And uh, yeah. Um, we get we actually get in the tournament. And, uh, and we also find out that there's going to be some sort of consolation match. Con- yeah, con- Consolation match, um, for um, what's the name for the two losers of the uh, of the matches? The um, Intercontinental titles on the line on the, on night one with uh, Jay White and Tetsuya Naito versus each other, and the main event of that show will be Okada and um, Kota Ibushi, and the winner of those two matches will face each other on the next night for all the titles for, for both titles. And uh, the sad thing about all this is. Somebody gonna have to take two L's, you know what I mean? And I don't know, like uh, I think Jay White can survive it more than anybody else. But uh, I think if like it, this is New Japan, though, see what I'm saying? So I'm not really tripping that much. I think all of them can survive it. I just think that it, it's kind of sour brick grapes on Kota Ibushi, right? Like because even during all this, he kind of feels like an afterthought, man. Like he won the G1, but the hottest thing in the company seems to be Jay White versus Naito. You know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. But um, a lot, I've seen a lot of people say there there were other things they could have done. You know what I mean? They didn't have to tie up both of the belts with this tournament because it was a lot on um, it was a lot on Russell Kingdom anyway. You know what I mean? And I, I agree with that, but I think they're doing that as like a hook, so like you won't exactly know. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on in the second night? And you feel like you have to be in the building for it. You know what I mean? So hey, I'm like I'm not you know, I'm not um, I'm not knocking them at all for that. All right, uh, but yeah, so far what we know. Like I said, the two title matches. And uh, the match I'm looking forward to the absolute most. Like, And I'll get to my predictions about the title matches in a second. But uh, the match that I'm looking forward to the absolute most is the return of the time bomb. Romu Takahashi versus Will Ospreay. Like, a part of me is like, I kind of want Romu to chill. Because I know that... He's going to want to go out there and do what he used to do. And I'm so worried. Like, you know, this man just came off a serious neck injury, man. Could have died. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I know he's going to go out there and do the same shit he used to. And I'm just a little worried. You know what I mean? Just a little worried. I know they're going to have an insane match. And, you know, if all things go off without a hitch, I'm sure it'll be incredible. Because I know Will Ospreay has it. it look, man. Look, look. Okay. Wrestler of the Year. Is uh, it can be determined in many different ways, right? Many different ways, like whatever you know. What I'm saying you want to put different qualifiers on wrestler of the year, okay, fine, yeah. You know I mean, but the one thing that cannot be denied is just sheer match quality. And you want to give me uh, Kento Miyahara, I'll listen. You know what I mean, you want to give me Shingo Takagi, I'll listen. You know, what I mean, you want to give me Kota Ibushi, I, I'll listen to you. You know, what I mean. You want to give me, uh, I don't know, Okada. I'll listen to you. You know what I mean? But you're wrong. <laughs> it's Will Ospreay, man. Will Ospreay, from January until literally a month ago, has pretty much had, in every single big match he had, has delivered great match after great match after great match. I truly believe, watching the, uh, if you still believe in the corny-ass star ratings, Best of Super Juniors, right? That tournament. I feel like he went through that entire tournament and pitched nothing but four-star matches. Literally the entire tournament. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Will Ospreay is at a level that is unheard of right now. This is maybe, in terms of an in-ring run, the greatest run I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of them. I've seen the Briscoes in 07. I've seen Kenta in 09. I've seen fucking... Uh, I'm saying Okada in 2017. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I've seen, I've seen it all. Like this motherfucker. Every time he steps into the ring, it's legit a great match, bro. Like the 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 work rate <clears throat> that pro wrestling is at right now is at an all time high, and I think Will Ospreay stands out um, above the pack of everybody else. Yes, does he gets caught? Does he get caught up in acrobatics sometimes? Absolutely. Does sometimes he he do a, he do a little too much dramatics with his fucking facial expressions? Yes, but you cannot deny that every time he steps into the ring, he puts on exciting matches, bro. You may not like all his matches, but those crowds like all his matches. You know what I mean? This motherfucker is on another level, and if he's not your wrestler of the year in terms of just in ring ability, I don't know. What you, I, I I don't know what you're watching. I really I I don't. I really don't understand, man. But um, 
I'm really looking forward to that match, man. Hiromu back, and I know Will's going to try and give him the best match of his career. Especially because, you know, outside the ring, they're really close, too. So, yeah. I know he's going to, you know what I'm saying? I know he's going he's gonna to kill himself for him. Um, but, yeah, man, as far as those... Uh, as far as those title matches, man, like, <laughs> the obvious thing would be Naito, right? Like, Naito beats Jay White, and he beats Okada in the main event. But here's the thing. You ain't got to do Naito and Okada. You really don't have to do that match because, like, they didn't they didn't say, hey, we're going to do Naito and Okada, right? Everyone's just kind of assuming that. They didn't say, hey, you're going to get that. So they don't really have to do that, you know what I mean? It's a lot of things they could do. Um, I think Jay White's losing to Naito. I think that's clear. I don't think, like, they, they kind of inserted Naito in this, even though Jay already beat him. They kind of threw him in this, you know what I mean? So they threw him in for a reason. At the very least, I do think he's going to beat Jay White. I think that's a that's that's a lock. You know I mean, unfortunately, because Jay White's my favorite wrestler, you know what I mean? He's probably going to lose, you know what I mean? And it's fine. Now... I think it would not be the most shocking thing in the world if Kotobushi beats beats Okada, beats him again. I know he beats him, I know he beat him in the G1, which makes it kind of unlikely. But you don't need to do. I, I keep saying it. You do not need to do Naito and Okada. You don't need to do it. You could do it if you wanted to, but you really don't need to. You know what I mean? These tickets are. You know what I'm saying? They're going to sell. You know what I mean? Period. You know, I think like they're both like on pace to sell out. You know what I mean? You got it. You don't have. You know what I'm saying. You don't have to. You don't have to burn that. You know what I mean. You can wait till June and do that. You know what I'm saying. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it now. You know what I'm saying. I think they are, but you don't have to do it now. So it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world if Kota Ibushi won. The thing that concerns me though is like, who's gonna take two falls, man? Like I said, I think Jay can survive it. I think he can. You know what I mean, I think all of them can survive it, but like. Man, it's just like it's rough to take, you know, two L's like that. You know what I mean? But the re- the the thing with the constellation match that leads me to believe that some sort of angle is coming after that match is over. It wouldn't just be there for no reason. It wouldn't just be there for guy A and guy B to just have a great match because they will. All four of those dudes are talented as fuck. And I have no doubt that uh, whatever combination that is in that constellation match will have a great match. But I think that some sort of angle is coming. I just don't know what. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. Is Moxley going to be on Wrestle Kingdom? We, we have no idea. We, we don't know. Because uh, granted, he was supposed to be at King of Pro Wrestling. Who knows? That might have been when he was finishing up with New Japan. But Jericho's going to be on Wrestle Kingdom. Who's to say Moxley not? You know what I mean? I would have said, you know, <laughs> around the time the uh, Kenny Omega signing with um, AEW happened and all that stuff and him revealing that you know, in his contract, he got it to where, you know, he could show up in New Japan and shit like that. I would have said back then he was locked to be on this Russell Kingdom. But uh, after the events of him throwing subtle shade at New Japan and all this other stuff, I ain't so sure anymore. You know what I mean? So, I I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But, um, but, yeah, man, like, will they even acknowledge Jericho as the AEW champion? You know what I'm saying? Coming into uh, Russell Kingdom. Because uh, that's a very, like... That, that, that's some acrobatics you got to do because he's he's the champ over here in AEW, which means like you know you got to do some political acrobatics with this because uh, I feel like if he's still the champion, th- there's no there's no way he should lose the title. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna get around it, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. 
that's why, like, you know, I don't think, like, that's why, although it seems like the relationship with, with both sides seem cold, and I bet it is, I, I still, a part of me wants to believe that eventually, bro, like, they'll come together in some sort of way, maybe not work together mutually and shit like that, especially with this New Japan of America thing going on, I didn't even write that down, but short, long story short, I don't think it's the smartest thing to do right now, but, um, Especially with two sides, those two sides like uh, direct, directly competing with each other now. I don't necessarily know if they'll ever work together, but a part of me just believes like that will happen one day, man. Like, it, I, I, you know what I'm saying? Make, call it naive, but I, 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 part of me thinks it's going to happen now, the one day. You know what I mean? Jushin Liger is retiring. Um, who knows? Like, you know, we know about the tag match. I can't remember everybody in it, but pretty much, uh, this is your life, Liger. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Liger, this is your life. That's what that match is. And then his retirement match, I don't know. Like, they could do one last junior title match, the winner of Will Ospreay and, you know say Hiromu versus him. Or, you know, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but a cool thing they could do, I mean... I guess he signed exclusively with them, so maybe not. But uh, I don't know what Ultimo Dragon's contract looks like with Dragon Gate. But uh, that would be a little cool thing to do, like, after the, um, the uh, oh, you know what? No, you know what? Because he's freelance, and he's just been jumping around doing stuff. Like, he's appearing on GCW or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the name? He's appearing at uh, Spring Break and all that shit. You know what you could do? You could do him and Muda. You can do, like, uh... After the, um, I know we already saw Kishin Liger with the uh, whole Minoru Suzuki thing. But one thing you could do is, like, you know, their feud was iconic in the 90s. You know what I mean? Probably the most high-profile pro feud of, uh, like, definitely Liger's career. Not not Muda's, but definitely Liger's career, without question. And uh, you could do, like, maybe after the tag match, whichever team wins or whatever, they're celebrating the ring, the lights go out, lights come back on, Muda spits in his face. You got your match for night two. They could, I could definitely see that happening. You know what I mean? But uh, and then you just play the hits with Liger in that in that retirement match. You know what I mean, I don't know. But uh, all I know is that January fifth, I'm definitely gonna cry. I know that. Like I know that's coming. Um, because uh, Liger is one of them dudes. How I got in you know Japanese pro. Truth be told, I probably wouldn't be like Liger Kobashi. You know, pretty much all the All Japan dudes with Liger, and plus Liger is like why I like got into Japanese pro wrestling. You know what I mean? That's gonna be that's gonna be rough for me, man. <laughs> the World Tag League is going around right, right now. Here's good. You know what I mean? I hadn't watched any of it. I have no idea who's gonna win. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I just know whoever wins this thing is probably gonna win the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I mean? Uh, I talked about Tanahashi and Jericho. Oh, yeah, the junior tag title match. Um, Rapongi 3K versus uh, Bullet Club. Taiji Ishimori and El Phantasmo. Um, Taiji Ishimori and El Phantasmo are so entertaining together. Like, they just, they're just funny, man. El Phantasmo, love him or hate him. He's, he's a fucking character, man. He evokes emotion. You know what I mean? That's what you should do in pro wrestling. I think he's, I think he's great at his job. Um... I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for that man. I think Rapunzel 3K will finally get their big uh, Russell Kingdom win. And truth be told, everything else is speculation. Like, what are Evil and Sonata going going to do at uh, Russell Kingdom? You know what I mean, Sonata 
had like one of the biggest pushes of his life this year, and uh, I think like it has to it has to mean something, right? Like it has to has to mean something. You know what I mean? Uh, what are they gonna do with evil? You know what I mean? I truly believe that coming into New Japan next year, uh, when Naito wins both of these titles, Shingo Takagi will turn on him soon after that. If you know anything about his character, he cannot be trusted. I truly believe that he's going to turn on Naito, bro. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, man, like, I don't know what's going to happen to Russell Kingdom. I just know I'm excited. I was going to do this big thing where I kind of jump around and talk about random things going on in pro wrestling. I'm not going to talk about everything. I'm, You know what I'm saying? I hadn't watched all the big Japan show from uh, Sumo Hall. Uh, I did see the tag match, though. Um, the one... Yeah, you know I mean, y'all need to see that. I seen some people give five stars. The, the, I'll just call it Walter's big day out. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to watch that. I don't know if I go quite five, but you know, it still was fucking phenomenal, man. Um, I watched all of Noah the best, the entire pro wrestling Noah Sumo Hall show, and I will say this felt like a pro wrestling Noah show, so that was cool. It felt like a classic pro wrestling Noah show, even though the ring looked different, the crowd was similar. The vibe of it was dope. It was cool. You know what I mean? I feel like everything on there was at least entertaining. Even the old guy matches that weren't very good. <laughs> I feel like they were at least entertaining. I thought the main event was really great. I thought the tag match was phenomenal. You know what I mean? So, definitely check that out. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus David Starr. Let me talk about that real quick. Like I said, Will Ospreay is the wrestler of the year. In terms of just entering ability. If you're encompassing everything from, I guess, drawability, promos, mic, you know what I'm saying, presence, uh, everything, match quality, David Starr is in that conversation too. David Starr and Jordan Devlin, and I guess throw Walter in here too, is probably the the best feud not in Japan in pro wrestling over the past two years. Pretty much this whole thing started, Dave, summing it up, Jordan Devlin, David Starr were very close friends. They had one common goal was to beat Walter. One of them were going was going to beat Walter. David Starr has still yet to do it. He's, he's beat him via disqualification one time, but it doesn't matter. He but the thing with David Starr is that he never came as close as Jordan Devlin did. You know what I mean? Like Jordan Devlin came super close a, a few times, you know what I mean? When uh did when when Jordan Devlin lost lost the OTT championship to to uh, Walter, you know what I mean? David Starr was there consoling him and things like that. And then like they had this tag, and David Starr was just like so jealous and so consumed with the fact that people love Jordan Devlin, and they kind of overlook him because uh, Jordan Devlin, you know what I'm saying, was the guy that you know pretty much represented Irish wrestling for the past five years. You know what I mean? After uh, Prince David. Finn Balor, as y'all know, man, after he left, he became the face, you know what I mean? David Starr pretty much, you know, lived out there for, for a while and then represented that scene also, you know what I mean? But, you know, he didn't get the same love Jordan Devlin got. And Jordan Devlin was the one that kept coming close to beating Walter, even though he felt like he was working harder to do it, you know what I mean? So they had their complete falling out when Jordan hit his package power driver on Walter and it looked like he was going to beat Walter, you know what I mean? And then David Starr pulled him out the ring, and that's when they became, like, you know, bitter enemies, and it escalated from there. Things go on, and uh, 
Jordan Devlin beats Walter for the OTT title to get it back. Um, David Starr, you know, is not happy about it because he wanted to be the one to beat Walter, not Jordan. And uh, more things start to come out now that the WWE is clamping their hold on Britt Ress and a lot of guys that you see on shows, like on progress shows and OTT shows, they won't be appearing as much. WXW shows, they won't be appearing as much, if at all, because WWE is kind of pulling all those dudes now. Like uh, Jordan Devlin, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty much not an OTT or progress anymore. Pete Dunn and Tyler Baden, Trent Seven hadn't appeared for anybody. Uh, IPW UK just closed their doors, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... it. it Brit Rest has pretty much been swallowed by the WWE. The biggest fucking detractor during all this has been David Starr. David Starr is like, this is an evil corporation. They're swallowing up independent pro wrestling. And you guys are just accepting it like it's cool. Like, hey, look at this big guy coming to put light on, you know what I'm saying, on everything we've been doing over here while we're just killing everything they've been doing over there, buying it up and things like that. And he, he pretty much went on the record talking about how harmful that was and shit like that. And he's absolutely right. And pretty much the, the narrative turned. Like, the fans were like, nah, like, you're leaving us, Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, how dare you go to... Uh, WWE, after you helped us build all this and leave us, you know what I mean? While David Starr is like, you know, I'll never leave y'all, man. Like, I'm independent to the day I die. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be here for y'all, you know what I mean? Believe in me. Fuck Jordan. Like, let him go. Jordan Devlin's whole angle is that, you know, how can you blame him for following his dreams, you know what I mean? Like, the WWE, regardless of what you think, is still the biggest company in the world, you know what I mean? Like, his dream is to wrestle at WrestleMania, to do all the, you know, the typical tropes that the WWE kind of, you know, the marketing, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, he's also like, he, there's a video package where like they lay it out beautifully. And uh, Jordan was like, uh, you know, David Starr, he's just a manipulator. Because how many times you think he's tried out for the WWE? He's tried, you know what I'm saying? He's tried to get on Raw or SmackDown. Ask him how many times, how many emails he's exchanged with Triple H, you know what I mean? It, he's just bitter because they don't want him, you know what I mean? And them two dudes, they had a match to sell it with it all for the OTT Championship. And I go back and forth between the G1 Final and that as my match of the year. Like... I'll say that it's the greatest crowd I have ever seen for any match ever in my life. Ever. You know what I mean? That crowd is phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Thing is, though, the thing with that, man, I think the one thing that kind of makes me is the G1 final, and it's just me, my personal bias, is because he was a Jay White fan, and I was I was actively rooting for him. You know what I mean? But, uh... And I was, I guess I was actively rooting for David Starr, too, but, like, because I didn't know the result. I figured he'd win because Jordan was leaving, but, uh, spoiler, by the way. But, um, yeah, man, it's a phenomenal match, and check it out, man. Like, David Starr versus Jordan Devlin is, like, next, next level stuff. Like, a lot of people got it as they match the year, and, like, I hadn't seen anyone give it below five stars. Let's put it like that. You know what I mean? So, like, literally, I've seen no one say, oh, no, not quite five. Like, no. Literally every single person, period, has been like five. You know what I mean? So, check it out, man. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait for Bowler to come out because, you know, I actually uh, pre-ordered that. So, I'm actually kind of excited to get Bowler and watch Bowler. It's going to be the first time, like, well, I watched it last year. What am I talking about? But, yeah, I'm excited for that. 
I, I don't even know the results, man. Because PWG been so out of sight, out of mind, but they still put on great shows and all this stuff. Anyway, pro wrestling is pretty awesome right now. It's a lot of great shit. And uh, I feel kind of dumb and and wrong for having to talk about this this, this bullshit. But uh, I know this is random, too. But uh, Jim Cornette, man. <laughs> all right. I've heard people say that uh, this is kind of what NWA deserves. Jim Cornette's a loose cannon, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to repeat what he said because, you know, I, I've i seen people kind of kind of take it from two angles. Like, he made a joke about famine, which is fucked up in itself, you know what I mean? And then, obviously, the racial undertone, not undertones, the, race, the racism in what he said, you know what I mean? So, either way, it's fucked up, you know what I mean? There's no, there's no getting around it. Whether he meant black people or whether he was poking fun at hunger in third world countries, even though Ethiopia, fucking stereotype. You know what I mean? It's not nearly anyway. Um, it's problematic either way, and like, it's just unfortunate, man. Like, this is a dude that I grew up admiring, and I grew up thinking was a fucking J, and he still is a pro wrestling J, because all that being said, the thing that makes this so fucking awful is that he was phenomenal at that shit, he was a great color guy, man, he was great on MLW, and he was great on NWA Power, man, and it just, it's fucking annoying, he is so, he's still good at this, and it just hates, I hate that he's so self-destructive, unlikable, and... You know what I'm saying? Just fucking bitter for whatever reason that he 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 burns bridges everywhere he goes. He's a fucking cancer. And it's annoying because Jim Cornette is still a goddamn genius. You know what I mean? It's annoying. I'm glad. it. Now, another angle is that NWA, they heard this. They edit these shows. They You know what I'm saying? It's not like these shows are live. They knew that he said this and somehow it made it through. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna give Billy Corgan the benefit of the doubt because I don't think he um, he's involved like you know what I'm saying hands on every day with the creative process. But who I would not give a pass to is Dave Lagana. And if you've seen that tweet that Dave Lagana uh, deleted, I saw it. Somebody snapshotted it. Kind of lets you know what what Dave Lagana thinks. You know what I mean? If you know what I'm saying. But uh, I could really go in on this, <laughs> but I don't want to get upset. It's just shut up, ESPN. It's just unfortunate, man. The whole the whole situation is unfortunate, and uh, yeah. But I'm leave y'all with this. Um, pro wrestling is awesome. I may actually watch Survivor Series if I hear good things about it. I'm definitely watching Takeover. I don't know when I'll be back, y'all. But uh, you know, I I felt like I needed to talk to y'all, so I'll let y'all later, man. Take care.